Ladies and gentlemen, the NHL season is here. And we're back. Well, that went by in a blink of an eye. Yeah, we say it every year. It was just April 30th. Okay. 16 seconds in. 16 seconds in. Is that a record? It's got to be. At least it wasn't. uh... No, I won't. I won't. I'll have a speech prepared for next time. Uh, we're here. The NHL season starts tomorrow when we're recording this. Um, I I don't know what kind of season we're about to see. Just for the NHL in general. Um, like, I feel like there's no... I don't know. I looked at the rosters for teams, and there weren't any rosters that I was like... Yes, this is absolutely cup favorite. They're great. I mean, you know, they're obviously favorites and everything, but like there wasn't a team where I was like confident in putting like all my faith in. And I think that's for the best. <laughs> oh yeah. Cuz hey, maybe maybe Morton Geeky's gonna Carry the Bruins. When you were going through teams, did you have a couple times where you're like, "Oh, that's right, this player is here now." Oh, always. Um, on this team. Oh, yeah, I don't it. believe that John Klingberg signed with the Leafs. Yeah, that's certainly. I, uh... That one threw me off so hard. Yeah, that's. It's uh, watch. He's suddenly going to become good, which I know he'll get a power play assist, and suddenly Leaf fans will say, "Oh my God, he's the best in the world." I mean, I assume that was. Let me quickly pull it up. I think that was like a one-year deal, if I do remember. Yeah, one-year, four point one mil. Yeah. But still, I mean, I guess Jake Muzzin literally retired today, so they needed someone. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't. Gosh, I'm... I think. I think he had, like, his injuries were bad enough, and so, yeah, he retired today. I think his contract's eh? now on, like, LTIR, and then, yeah, he's a scout now. I think Curtis McElhaney also returned to the Leafs or something in some sort of player role. Yes, director of goaltending development. Yeah. Just getting all the former Leafs, apparently. That's too bad for Muzzin, though. He had so many injuries. Yeah. So many, and he was... He was a decent defenseman too. So that's too bad. Never like to see careers derailed by injuries. Yeah. But well, good for good for Klingberg. We <laughs> we had to talk about Klingberg, right? <laughs> yep, exactly. That was number one on the list. Let's talk about your twenty twenty three twenty four Boston Bruins. Oh, do we have to? I guess. Um, we're kind of entering a like. Is is it fair to say a new era for the Bruins? Oh, absolutely. Bergeron's gone. Krejci's gone. You have only, depending on how you want to put it, one or two players left from the 2011 roster. You know, Marshawn was actually consistent on the team. Lucic wasn't. Whatever. Um, it really is a new era. This offseason, um, 
the Bruins lost Patrice Bergeron, David oh. Krejci, okay. Taylor Hall. Just don't even give me warning. Nope, Just no warning. Do this to me. Taylor Hall, Tyler Bertuzzi, Dmitry Orlov, Garnet Hathaway, Thomas Nosek, Nick Foligno, Connor Clifton, Mike Riley, and AJ Greer. Literally today. That is that is an insane amount of turnover. I, I still can't believe they had that good of a team last year. Oh yeah, I don't, 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 don't get I me know, started. Already, I, I had this. Last night. I had this crisis last night when I was making the like hype video for this season, where I was like, "Hmm, do I put any goals from the Panther series in?" And I did. I just didn't put. Because Postinok's goal in Game 7 is so hype. Oh. And then you remember what happens after that. Like, his goal, oh. then the celly into the glass, so hype. But, well, we know what, we know what happened after. So, yeah, I didn't, I didn't include that one. I, I included, like, his between-the-legs goal in Game 6. Um, Even that, like, yeah. Game 5 with... Well, I guess it's was that it was game five the one with the Allmark in overtime. Yeah, it was yeah. Right? Game five was the crazy back and forth, or no six yeah, was back and so forth, was it not? Six, yeah. Game six, was yeah. Six was back and forth because DeBrusque had that go ahead goal. <laughs> <laughs> Just mm-hmm. two goals in back to back games that should have been like there should be posters up in TD Garden. Of those celebrations right now, but instead we're sad. Yeah. All right. This is, well, I think we're going to end up in tears. Is this like therapy or something? I I think so. Believe it or not, I'm actually now licensed and and this is for oh. you. So here we go. <laughs> Thank you. Now, how did the Bruins look? Lo- no. Um, let's try to focus on that the least <laughs> how amount. How did the Bruins make you feel? <laughs> <laughs> let's focus on that the least amount possible. Um, and talk about who the Bruins are today without focusing on the past. I don't know how well that's going to go. Shell of themselves. I mean, yeah, I think that that is a good, that is a good and fair description. I mean, sure, you can discount the Hathaway, Orlov, Bertuzzi, you know, losses because they were all clearly rentals. Um, well, Bertuzzi, there's nice, you know, but... There's a snag there. Yeah. But outside of them, you're still losing yeah. Hall, Clifton, Nosick, Greer, Riley, and then, you know, your two centers that have been with the team for 15 years. Yeah, at least 15 years. So that kind of hurts. I think that's fair to say. Yeah. And I feel like I don't like people aren't not appreciating what Patrice Bergeron brought, but I think Bergeron did so much so effortlessly that they don't realize how much they probably will miss him this year because, you know, we'll get into it talking about their center core now. But, Mm -hmm. I mean, going from Patrice, who could do everything perfect, to uh, Charlie Coyle's not bad, but... It's it's a significant drop We took a lot for granted with Patrice because everything he did was just so... He, he didn't even look like he was sweating half the time. <laughs> and he'd be doing the most ridiculous stuff. So yep. I'm scared, but you know what? Got to charge into the unknown. Yeah. 
scared but ready to see. <laughs> yeah, it's weird because I'm like cautiously optimistic about this team. In that I don't, you know, I don't think unless there's like a massive acquisition, they're gonna like be able to do a lot of damage in the playoffs or anything. I think if they get like a favorable matchup, they can maybe win a first round. Um, but mm-hmm. I don't know. I think just especially knowing the cap goes up next season, you're gonna have a lot more cap space in general, anyways. Seeing some of the young guns come up, Patra making the team is great. Beecher making the team Absolutely is great. Um, I mean, Loco even actually like starting on the team is great. Uh, Lorai being sort of, you know, his emergence is on the horizon. We're getting close. Um, and even then, still having Omar and Swayman in that, like, there's a lot to look forward to with this team Absolutely. this season and in the future. So, I don't know. I. You're never gonna have a regular season as good as last year. It's just not, just not yeah. gonna happen. Uh, no, don't think it's ever gonna happen again for any team. So, you know, take a step back, think, hey, this team, this team might be able to get some things done. I, I'm hopeful. Yeah, absolutely. Good way to put it. I, um, oh my god, there's something I was just going to say. I forget. Wow. <laughs> All right, well, in I terms of point. players that didn't make the team, mm-hmm. uh, those cuts were, I mean, most notably because they were the ones towards the end. Patrick Brown, thank god. No offense, but thank god. Yeah, that, that guy, is, he's certainly a player. Yeah. He is two years at 800k. Which, I mean, 800k, it's whatever in Providence. Uh, So Patrick Brown didn't make it. Um, Jason Megna didn't make it. That's not surprising. I'm so mad about that. Yeah, I know. Oscar Steen didn't. A little surprising. But not really. Mark McLaughlin didn't make it. I remember being mad that he didn't make the team going into last season. And, well, you know. Scored like how many goals did he end up scoring in that little stretch? I don't even think it was a whole lot, but he was enough in a small sample that we were penciling him in like we did Coleman. He, <laughs> he had, had three goals in he, eleven games. Yeah, <laughs> averaging ten minutes <laughs> of ice time a game in those eleven games. Hey, he was a legend. He um, was that goal against New Jersey. <laughs> but Fabian Lysel did not make the team. Not surprised. Oh, yeah, he's a bust. Oh, oh yeah, absolutely. Bust. Right off his career, he might as well go back. I mean, yeah. He has he's no 20 years left. old. <laughs> yeah. Like, I... If we're having this conversation three years yeah. from now, sure. <laughs> like, you can say he's a bust or whatever you want to call it, but he's 20. Like... Yeah. Not everyone's going to instantly hit the league and just, you know, hit the ground running, whatever you want to say. Like, it's... Give him a full year in Providence. I know he was also injured through last season. Yeah. Hopefully he can have a healthy year and put something together. Um, 
And I guess the other notable uh, cut was Jakob Zaborl did not make the team. Not too not shocking, given what we saw in preseason. And, I mean, he got hurt again in preseason. <laughs> um, an and they have Ian... Minor league defenseman. Yeah, and Ian Mitchell is cheaper and, I guess, slightly younger. Oh, two years younger. So, Ian Mitchell was is the seventh defenseman on the roster. Yeah, I saw um, guys like Ty Anderson and a couple other people say that Mitchell actually wasn't um, wasn't like a Lori type, but he was better than Zaboral. So that kind of sucks to have a defenseman making one point. Oh, what is it? One point one, one point two, something like that, down in the minors, but. Hey, I think they'll be. I was kind of expecting someone to claim him just for, you know, a stab in the dark. But hey, I yeah, I was expecting him to be claimed more than Greer, like that. Uh, Is this where we eulogize AJ Greer and his career in Boston? I I have a little piece prepared. Yeah, go ahead. I'm just kidding. kidding. Yep, no, go ahead. Bye, AJ Greer. Oh, yeah, okay. I mean, uh, you got punched in the face a lot. Most of those fights you brought on yourself. You scored a couple cool goals. I will. I will always remember when he led the uh, regular season champion Boston Bruins in goals. It was like two games into the regular season, and he had two goals. But hey, it counts all the same. It does. That's how that season started with AJ Greer scoring like two goals in two games, and that. us being I like, oh. They found legend. something. Bruins legend. I don't know. I mean, it, you kind of expected he wouldn't be a lock on this team with Lucic coming back, and yep, there you go. Lucic. It was basically Lucic just getting traded for Greer. So, you know, that's a trade. <laughs> All right. Let's talk about who is actually on the team, though. Okay. So. Your first line this season. JVR, Zaka, Pasternak. I like what I saw in that preseason game. I forget which one. Was it the one against the Capitals they played? I can't even remember. It all blends together these games. But (laughs) the game they played together, they looked fairly okay. I'll Mm -hmm. just leave it at that. That JVR snipe. Ooh. (laughs) Yeah, I... It's weird because, yeah, JVR is your first line left wing in the year 2023 is, isn't the best, but, like, but you also have David Postnock. Yeah. And you're... I see lines like, one and two as just interchangeable line one. Exactly. Like even... Marshawn, Marshawn Coyle, DeBrusque, and then JVR, Zaka Postnock. Those are, I don't know, can I say like lines 1.5? Like they're both 1.5? Like Yeah, I think that's fair. They're both not first lines, but they're also not second lines. Yeah. So, I I do like both of those lines on paper. Hopefully, they're able to actually put it together. Um, I'm hopeful that Marshawn Coyle DeBrusque is going to work really well together. Hopefully, Coyle not in a third line role will actually be able to do something. Remember when there was a time 
in Jake DeBrusque's career where people were actively mad at Bruce Cassidy for sticking him on the right wing because he couldn't play there. Yeah, crazy what happens when you then spend time on the right wing with Brad Marchand and Patrice Bergeron. Yeah, I guess. Tends to help. Yeah, I guess. Third line? But yeah. Um, Oh yeah, go go with the third line, then I'll say, because I guess it encompasses that line too. Freddy, Patra, Geeky. How do we Trent feel? Frederick scoring 30. Okay. I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, but I mean, again, going back to whatever preseason game that was, I do not know. But Patra and Frederick had a call. That, must, that was the Rangers game, I think it was, actually. I Thursday. think so. Um, they looked pretty good. Frederick was winning some pucks. Obviously, Patra scored again. Okay. <laughs> Where the hell did this guy come from? Uh, but that's not bad. I'm interested to see Geeky. But hey, let's do it. And, you know, maybe at some point, maybe a Patra and Coil get switched. I hope so. I think that could be fun. Yeah. Because I think also just Freddy Coyle Geeky just like works so well as a third line. Mm-hmm. But, but yeah, uh, Patra making the team is very good to see. So um, well earned. Yeah, played really well in preseason. Yeah, it's preseason, but you know he gets at least nine games in the NHL before the Bruins have to make a decision on if they're going to keep him up or send him back to junior. Hopefully for the Bruins' sake, that's a really tough decision for them, and they have to keep them. So, yeah, but I, I don't know. Even even Frederick Patra Geeky, I really like the makeup of just like stylistically. So, hopeful for that line as well as a, as a third line. I think it's very solid. And the fourth line is also very solid. Lucic, Beecher, Loco, slash Heinen. He Heinen is expected to be signed. I think is the expectation. He hasn't been yet, and the season's two days away, but whatever. Um, but yeah, Lucic, Beecher, Locko. Beecher uh, made the team as the fourth-line center. Do we like that? Yeah. Yeah, that's something that I was hoping for. So good to see that, because... I don't, I don't remember if that was during recording or before, but Patrick Brown... Did not want to see that guy at Fort Line Center, no offense. Yeah. <laughs> oh so good for good for Beecher. And hey, they're gonna sign Dan Heinen at six fifty nine this Wednesday. He's gonna Josh Brown's up there Fortnite dancing <laughs> the rafters, and here comes Dan Heinen on one of those uh, I don't know what you would call it. Mascots do that to get onto the field. They'll put one of those on him and he'll come down for the opening face-off. And he'll go. I think that's a good idea. Yeah, I'm just going to go. I'm just thinking ahead. Yeah, I think, yeah. What? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I... Heinen was deserving of a I contract, com- I think. <laughs> Sorry, I completely lost my train of thought just listening to that. <laughs> um, good. That's, that's, that's the that's goal. That's how I know I'm doing a good job. Yep, exactly. Um, 
and yeah, Heinen absolutely deserving a contract. He looked pretty solid in preseason. I mean, it's Anton Heinen. You know what you're going to get out Especially of him. Especially for under a mil, which I assume. Yeah. Very uh, much yeah, okay. You got to have it. Yeah. Very much okay with that contract. Um, whatever it will be. It's going to be 8x8, eight by, eight, by the way. Uh, <laughs> That'd be a steal. Yeah, of course. Um, but yeah, really like seeing Potter and Beecher and Beecher, uh, come in and get those third and fourth line center spots. I mean, absolutely. Uh, whatever works for Beecher, honestly, I, you know, you're, I'm kind of iffy because yeah, he's, um, the fourth line center. So it's, you know, he's not going to get an insane amount of time, but I mean, it's, it's better to get NHL minutes than to not get NHL minutes. Uh, so, really, I I think if they can develop him well enough as like an energetic sort of third or fourth line center, I think that'll be really good for them. So, start there, see what happens. And also, shout out to Locko for still making the team. I I will I will always Twitter root legend. for Locko. Twitter legend, absolutely. Um always tweeting about Lord of the Rings <laughs> and having interesting tweets about Lord of the Rings. Um, yeah, I didn't realize he played 23 games last year. I guess all of last season is still just a blur, but yeah. Big time. <laughs> um, I thought he played more than 23 games. I know he played uh, three Third playoff game. games. Yeah, because I saw when I was looking at the highlights for one of the games, I saw him get an assist on a goal, and I was like, "Really? That happened?" <laughs> not, yeah. not remember that, but that's probably for the best. <laughs> All right, what is the biggest hole in the lineup for the forward group? Center ice, right? Yeah, I don't even know if I mean it could turn out to not be very much of a hole. It's just kind of unknown. Mm-hmm. Obviously, the season hasn't started yet, so it's going to be... You know, we could look back a month from now and say, oh, yeah, we really shouldn't have expected much going into the year with those centers, going to the first month with those centers. Or we could look back and say, hey, that center's depth isn't amazing, but they're still a good enough team, which I think that's the more expected approach that we'll looking back on in a month but definitely center ice i mean definitely not defense or gold well you said forwards so never mind (laughs) i lied (laughs) you agree with me am i yeah i it's kind of weird because yeah like center ice or you can maybe say like left wing um yeah like JVR is still like a question mark there, but it, it's weird because they don't they don't have someone who has shown that they are a first line center. They barely have someone who has shown that they are a second line center. They kind of have two guys that are like two and a half line centers. <laughs> if, half I'm, line if I'm going to use yeah. this analogy again, right? That's like, yeah. um, and now I'm hopeful. Like I think I think Zaka definitely can, especially with the help of having Pasternak on his wing that's going to mm-hmm. take a lot of the pressure off of him but you just don't know um until yeah. until it actually happens on the ice during the regular season and you can 
you can take this as like a good or a bad, and I'm going to take it as a good. The Bruins' schedule, like the first few games the Bruins play are against weak teams. They play Chicago, then they play Nashville, then they play San Jose. They play LA, so that's that's a bit tougher. And then they play Anaheim, Chicago, Anaheim. So those first seven games, you have LA, who's, who was a playoff team, Nashville, who was close, and then five games against teams that were garbage last season. You play Chicago and Anaheim both twice. And I think I, I'm going to choose to take this as a, that is a good thing. The Bruins might be able to get a good start going to the season, get some confidence early type thing, and not a, well, yeah, if they win, they just beat a bad team. You know, because yeah. the team's not going to be amazing. Like, they're not going to be 65 win. They're not going to be 55 win, you know, 50, whatever, win anyways. Right. So, 70 wins. Exactly. Uh, 72, maybe. 73? What was the Warriors? Was it 73 and 9? We'll go for 74 then. 80 and 3. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> I mean, Brett Ritchie's still on his uh, PTO with uh, Florida, I think. Great, Isn't... that's just what we need. <laughs> yeah, he's he's going to sign with the Panthers. Ruin everything. Typical Richie fashion. Yeah. That's rude. I'm sorry. But yeah, that, that start of the season schedule makes me hopeful, especially like for Potra and Beecher, um, guys making their debuts, even like Geek coming in and like starting with the Bruins. Um mm-hmm. like good it it's a good way to get to get started with a new team, and hopefully that can help build something good. But we'll see. We'll see how that goes. Defense-wise. Mm-hmm. Grismack top pair. I mean, they're just always good. <laughs> yeah. You know, I there's nothing... There really isn't anything to say about that. They're just kind of always good. Uh, Lindholm Carlo is the second pair. Um, as long as we get regular season Lindholm and not playoff Lindholm from last season, that'll be oh, good again. That's not even a worry. Yeah, I Lindholm will be fine. He yeah he he was he was terrible. In the, yeah, in the well, Panthers series, I think he'll be back. Broken foot will do that, I suppose. Yeah, he'll be he'll be back to the near Norris level that he was last season. I kind of want to see him with McAvoy again, just to see. Yeah. I'm sure he will be at some point, so... Yeah. And then the third pair. Forbert Shattenkirk. Give me your thoughts. Um, well... I mean, I'm, Shattenkirk could be interesting. I'd like to think he's better than Clifton. Um... Unknown with Shattenkirk, I guess, and Forbert, you know, nothing... Really, I don't know how to, I'm trying to put it into words, but we know what we're going to get from him, which is nothing too fancy, black and white, maybe block a shot or two, clear the puck, ice it a couple times. Yeah. (laughs) Not a whole lot, which I mean. Third pair defenseman, yeah. You just need him to not be a complete liability in your own end, and it's basically a wash, so. Yeah. 
And I I don't know if I want to talk about it now, but I much prefer Forbert on that third pair in limited ice time. And, oh my god. Oh, I forgot. I, how do you pronounce Lori. his name again? Oh my god. Lori. Oh my god. I want to get it right, so <laughs> then I forget how to pronounce it every time. But yeah, no, I prefer Forbert there because let him be down in Providence every situation, 20 plus minutes a night. And Forbert is, I guess, more suited for that role than, than good old Mason. <laughs> yeah, on, on the Lorai versus Forbert thing, I. It's like, I, I wanted Lorai to make the team obviously, Same. you know, inject some youth into the lineup, but unless you're putting Grizzlick on the third pair, which you absolutely can. I, I was thinking if, they, if that would like, be the way to do it if you wanted him to stay up. Like Lindholm, Mac, Lorai, Carlo, Grizzlick, Shattenkirk, I'd be down. I really like that. I, I'd be so down. <laughs> I can't lie. But, <laughs> right, like, especially Grizzlick again, getting back down to that third pair where we saw him, like, thrive in 2019. Mm-hmm. Um, not that he can't handle himself on a top pair, but I mean, it'd be really good to have a top four defenseman on your, you know, bottom pair. It's it's a good yeah. problem to have. Um, but I especially, yeah, I do I do understand why Lorai is starting in Providence. At the, at the very least, you know, we'll probably see him get twenty or so games, and then you know, inevitably injuries are going to happen, especially on that left side. Um, and you'll probably see Lorai make his NHL debut at some point this season. I hope sooner rather than later, and you know that can maybe bump Forbert out, but we'll see. Um, Eric Forbert supremacy. Never. Shattenkirk. <laughs> Shattenkirk. I hope is just going to replicate what Clifton did or be slightly better. Yeah. Which I I would honestly I would put money on slightly better. I'm gonna miss tweeting ah Cliffy hockey. Cliffy hockey every fifteen games when he makes one good offensive yeah. play. Well I was also meaning like the sarcastic times we say Cliffy hockey yeah. because he like goes for a big hit but completely whiffs and then they uh, the other team scores. Yeah. We love Connor Clifton, don't we? <laughs> of course. So weird to see him in a Sabres jersey. Let me just say that. The outset. Yeah. And he's on the top pair with Darlene. Is he? That's what I saw in Daily Faceoff today. Oh my god. Well, speaking, that guy's rich now. Um, well, he was already rich, I guess. Um, good for Clifton. Yeah. Oh my god. Oh, he's with... Uh, oh, honestly, keep... Change it up. Give Darlene with Clifton. But according to this, Samuelson, Darlene, Power, Yoki, Haru, Clifton, and Eric Johnson. Ooh, oh, that is the downgrade. Clifton on the left side. <laughs> also, oh, wow, that's not going to work. Oh, boy. <laughs> well, goaltending-wise, I don't think we have to say much for the Bruins. It's Allmark and Swayman. It's the best duo in... It's the best goalie tandem duo, whatever you want to say in hockey. Even have Brandon Bussey as your third option if one of them gets hurt during the season. Goaltending is, knock on wood, not going to be an issue for the Bruins this season. 
Well, I'm sorry, guys. Now that he said that, <laughs> we will look back in a couple months and go, what was to... he on? Oh, <laughs> uh, no, absolutely. I can't wait for goalie hugs. Yeah, it's wild that Swayman finished the playoffs with a worse save percentage than Allmark did. Sorry, I saw that earlier today, and I was I was shocked. <laughs> I like I know Swayman played half of some games and everything, and obviously Game Seven, but yeah, Swayman had an eight seventy five save percentage. Allmark had an eight ninety six. Man. Anyways, hmm. Allmark's health, healthy awesome. now. Uh, they both got new setups and new setups for the alternate jerseys specifically as well. Um, so that's going to be cool to see. Swayman, was it? No, Allmark's mask has uh, the photo of Bobby Orr on oh. one side and then Marshawn, Bergeron, and Sagan celebrating um, after the Leafs' colossal collapse. Uh, he has that on his mask and it's sick. Uh, yeah. People were talking about that being a tribute to Patrice Bergeron, but it's really a tribute to Tyler Sagan. Of course. It's kind of funny that those are actually like the two most iconic photos in Bruins history, though, are they not? Like, yeah. At least among Bruins fans, like, sure, you can say like Char, but there's no like, there's no iconic photo itself of Chara lifting the cup. Chara lifting the cup is iconic as, you know, first time in. 40 years the Bruins did it and Chara lifted it the highest it had ever been and all that but there's not like a set iconic photo uh, I don't know it's also more just because no, those are yeah. moments versus oh, absolutely. Chara just yeah with the Stanley Cup no big deal Yeah. so it's kind of funny though those photographers must have had their uh, jobs cut out for them trying to to get Chara and the cup in the same picture because that's yeah that's a lot to get into the same picture. All six foot nine of him, man. You Gotta go vertical. The cup. Yeah. Pull, pull out their phones and let me go get up in the raptures. Twenty eleven. Yeah. It should be like Mike Brown. Mike Brown. Josh Brown. Who is Mike? Yeah, they go up there and <laughs> wait. Mike Brown. I think this that guy used to play the sharks and i think he was like a fighter let me see i'm about to find this out because he's up there Fortnite dancing too he was yeah he was yep 778 penalty minutes in 407 games so wow mike brown and josh brown are both up there Fortnite dancing this is just ridiculous he averaged eight minutes a night in his 407 game <laughs> career well <laughs> hey you didn't need a didn't need a lot of time to uh leave his impact four of his 19 goals were game winners <laughs> and they came in the first four seasons of his career he had nine seasons after that <laughs> I figured that was enough for a career yeah anyways thanks for the mike brown update uh <laughs> yeah, of course bruins what is the bruins floor where do you think, like, what is their worst case scenario this season? Oh boy, do I go? Do I go there? I guess worst case scenario is they miss out in a competitive wild card race. 
I really think that's the most realistic. True. Uh, Not realistic, but like the absolute base. But, you know, just missing a wild card or wild card two, I'd say. Right? Yeah, I think think that's, yeah, that's right around where they're going to, like, that's, yeah, that's where their floor is. Like, it. They're going to be in that race. They're going to be close. They're going to be competitive. For their ceiling. Second in the division. Second or third, yeah. I think I think second is absolutely achievable, especially because Vasilevsky's out to start the season. You don't know how long that's going to go. Um, Ekblad and Montour are out to start the season for Florida. I forgot about that. That's right. And, I mean, we'll talk about it once we get into predictions, but I'm not too high on the other Atlantic teams. Oh. So. Oh no. We'll get into that after, but. Yeah. I have the Bruins finishing third in the Atlantic. That's all I'll say. Hmm. I mean, I'll explain my reasoning after. So. Although, if. Yeah, better. If we want to get into the NHL season predictions. I think this is a good segue. I don't have anything else to say specifically about the Bruins this season. Um, and we'll have more than enough to talk about once there are actual games. Thank yeah. God those start soon. You're telling me. <laughs> All right. Even though I segued into this talking about the Atlantic, let's start with the West. <laughs> uh, oh, okay. Let's go let's go to the central division and start there. Now, have you made have you written down your predictions for your standings? Oh, do I have those predictions? Coyotes first. First at the bottom of your uh, table, right? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, I actually was kind of going back and forth between the Coyotes and Blackhawks. I don't know. Reason for both teams to uh, be excited, but anytime I guess Connor Bedard enters the picture, or a player like Connor Bedard enters the picture, you go with them over them. So I got Coyotes eight, Blackhawks seven, mm-hmm. Blues sixth. Okay. The Jets at five. Okay. Predators four. Wild three. Avalanche second. And the Stars went in the central. All right. I will now say mine back, and then we can discuss. Chicago at eight. Mm-hmm. I mean, you, you did give your reasoning briefly, so let me do Chicago. Uh, yes, I mean, Hall, Bedard, Donato, shout out to the Bruins legends as first line. Um, Welcome, Chicago. Everyone else on that team sucks. <laughs> the rest of that the team is terrible. <laughs> it's so bad. Um, yeah. At least Arizona, I, there are some pieces there that like I'm hopeful about. The rest oh, of Chicago cool. sucks. Um, that team's bad. So Arizona, seven. You know, now, I just, you know what I didn't think of when I did this prediction? Vemelka? Vemelka, is that how you yeah. say that name? I think, I think I, it's Vemelka. I don't know. 
Arizona's goalie. I yeah. didn't take him into account. So also for the record's goalie. sake, yeah, I really, <laughs> I, really the goalie. I honestly didn't even think of about the goalie. So I might even put the Coyotes ahead of the Blues. Whoa. I, okay, no, the Blues. Like okay, I won't go that far. But I, I, I probably I, wouldn't go that far. But I will definitely put the Blackhawks in last. Yeah. So. I right. revise my prediction. Yeah. <laughs> and I'll revise them again in about mm, six months. Probably. Chicago 8, Arizona 7, St. Louis 6, Nashville 5, Minnesota 4, Winnipeg 3, Colorado 2, Dallas 1. Not so high on the Predators, eh? <sighs> Ryan O'Reilly is their first line center in 2023 is... A choice. I don't know. That team just, even if it was Ryan Johansson, I wouldn't have much hope in that team. It's just not, there's not enough to that team. Yeah, they're just so aggressively mid. And UC yeah. Saros is great, Saros, but, yeah. you know, he'll get them a few extra games in the standings, but. It ain't going to be enough to make the playoffs. Yeah, I don't even have a wild card team coming from the Central. Same. So. I have Minnesota missing. And Winnipeg making. I don't I don't Winnipeg fan. I don't like I don't know. I'm kinda hopeful for Winnipeg. Honestly, I like I think they they got the better of the Pierre Luc Dubois deal. Adding Eofalo and adding Velarde to the lineup works. Hellebuck is has always been good. Um I think Winnipeg is just a solid enough team that they're gonna be able to uh put it together better than Better than the Wild, because I look at the Wild's defense especially, and it's just, like, very meh. And I don't know if Philip Gustafson is going to replicate the 931 save percentage he had last year. Hey, well, as long as his coach doesn't move away from him in the playoffs. Yeah, that too. But, I don't know. Minnesota, no, I, I mean, agree, I, have, I have Minnesota fourth in in the division anyways. Like, they're close. They're going to be in that wild card race. I just, I don't know. I... There's there's something off about that team, and I don't know what it is, but I just don't like them to Ghost make the playoffs. Ryan Suter. Maybe it's Zach all the Perry dead cap money. Yeah, seriously. But then we both have stars number one and Colorado number two, which probably isn't too shocking. Um, I'm just I'm not ready for Jonathan Druin to just <laughs> take off and have a resurgence. Like no one has seen before. The the wild, you know, naturally that's gonna happen. Like, cause you look on on daily faceoff at least, like they show the lines, and they also don't have numbers assigned to players until they actually play the game. So mm-hmm. they have, you know, twelve forwards. Six of them are new. They have Frederick Olafson in the fourth line. Their third line is entirely new. It's Miles Wood, Ross Colton, and Thomas Tatar. I kind of love that line. Yeah, I like that line. Like that's I that very much like that. Uh Ryan Johansson is their second line center, and then yeah, Jonathan Drouin, uh first line left wing. Lannis Gogg's out for the whole season, I believe. Back um, in April. Yeah, and you still have McCarr, Byram, <laughs> Taves, Manson, Gerard, like it they're gonna be good. That decor is on Yeah. Colorado's still gonna be good. But Dallas I don't know. Dallas just as a team, top to bottom. You know, their contracts might not be the greatest. Looking at you, Jamie Ben, Tyler Sagan, 
stuff like that. But you leave still... Tyler Sagan out of this. <laughs> My bad. But they're still a very good team, and uh, Jake Ottinger is very good. So, yeah, I think Dallas Dallas is definitely gonna win that division. And all of a sudden, the Avalanche win the division by twenty points. Yeah, it wouldn't be. It wouldn't surprise me. <laughs> it's Colorado. All right. Um, Kevin Hayes going to the Blues. Does that move anything for you? Do you think they're going to be a? Like, or is the clown show Bennington still too much? <laughs> here's the thing. Buchnevich, Thomas, Kairu, very good. Uh, one point five line. And then I think Saad, Shen, Kapanen is a third line. And I think Frana, Hayes, Blay is, you know, that might be a second line. Um, yeah. But I, this just feels like a team that has players that are past. Like, I, I look at the middle of that lineup where you have Saad, Shen, Hayes, even Vrana. Well, I guess you can argue Vrana. Vrana's fine. Uh, but like Kapanen, like, I don't know. It's like guys that are they don't have it anymore Casper Kapanen never really had it but Saad, Shen, Hayes they don't really have it anymore the Kevin Hayes trade I don't think was good at all like it didn't make much sense and then on defense Letty, Pareko Krug Falk yeah. like Krug Falk is the second pairing sure Scandella they and really Tyler Tucker up. Who is Tyler Tucker? <laughs> Don't you be rude to Tyler Tucker as I Google his name to figure out who he is. Yeah, literally. Like... He's a guy. Yeah. I, I just... 23 years old, drafted in the seventh round in 2018. Sure. No. The Blues... Yeah, he's a guy. They're not making the playoffs. I... This they really screwed themselves up by not signing Petrangelo yeah. way back. That really screwed them over, and I love it. Yeah. But they didn't sign Petrangelo so they could get Krug, which, no offense to Tori Krug again, but, <laughs> you know, there was an obvious choice there. I don't know how they didn't get that done. I remember that little uh, pocket of time after Krug signed with the Blues, and we were like, <laughs> go sign Petrangelo, get revenge. Yeah, do it. <laughs> <laughs> Although he does make eight point eight mil until he's thirty eight, so maybe not the best. The but... problem for future Vegas. Yeah, <laughs> they'll be fine. I think they're fine with it right now. <laughs> yeah. All right, Pacific Division. I guess I'll start this time. Yeah, I was gonna say you go ahead. San Jose eight. Mm-hmm. Vancouver seven. Anaheim six. Hmm. Seattle 5, LA 4, Calgary 3, Vegas 2, Edmonton 1. Why why is ours the exact same? It's actually... Yeah. Well, there will be no debates had. I guess we're just in an agreement. (laughs) Well, we can quickly mention... Yeah. um... San Jose is just not... San Jose is not it. Um, They're just the rebuild. <laughs> Vancouver. Vancouver is in. I think of Vancouver the same way I think in Nashville. I just think Nashville has better pieces. 
Um, in that JT they're, Miller they're just in the middle. <laughs> yeah, they're, they are. They're just in the middle. There's nothing that excites me on that team. Like Elias Pettersson is very good, but like JT Miller contract not good. Like Brock Fester's still there. Like they didn't do anything. And like, yeah, Quinn Hughes, cool. He's a hey, captain. they traded a first round pick for Philip Ronick. I forgot that was a first. Right, wasn't it? I think so. Yeah. Tyler Myers is still on the team. Like, I don't know. This, <laughs> Tyler Myers. <laughs> I, there's there's nothing about Vancouver that excites me. Yeah, they're just kind of there. Yeah. Like at, at least if if you're gonna. I don't know, just like actually try to win or rebuild. Yeah, there's it, don't be in this in between. It's stupid. Yeah. And I have Anaheim six just because I think they're more fun. <laughs> and so I want them to do better. You know? Um Hey, they finally signed their guys. Yeah. And like obviously Anaheim isn't isn't a great team. Um, but I don't know. At least they're more exciting. They got John Gibson in net still. Zegris will Leo be Carlson fun. McTavish be fun. another year. Troy Terry, Leo Carlson. Yeah, it's it's gonna be a good team. Or like it's gonna be a fun young team. Yeah. Um. Radko Gudis too. We can't forget that. Yeah, that that decor. I don't want to talk about. But <laughs> <laughs> it's not like I have them making anywhere close to the playoffs. So that's okay. Hater. Um, what are your thoughts on Seattle? Um, I mean, good team, decent mm-hmm. team, got some good young pieces. Um, my no, youth. Oh, mm-hmm. don't go ahead. I just don't know about their defensive pairs, which I mean, it worked last year to an extent. Yeah, that's... I guess got to the second round. But... Yeah, like I. I think there's no way that Grubauer and Drieger have like 890 save percentages again. Um, <laughs> and they, they still had 100 points last season as a team, right? So I yeah. I kind of just think that, you know, even if they get up just to 900 save percentage together, like, I think Seattle's going to just sneak into the playoffs. Like, I have them number five making the playoffs over probably like Minnesota and Nashville. So, mm-hmm. um, I don't know. I just like the makeup of the team. Like they, they have some good yeah. younger pieces in there. Another year, uh, is it Beniers? How you actually pronounce it? Because I Beniers. Yeah, I, I don't, yeah. I don't, I don't remember. But and what's going on with Shane Wright? Is he making the team? He was assigned to what is their team? Coachella Valley Firebirds. That's their that's their AHL team. Gotcha. So he did not make it. Gotcha. I I wonder just as a thought like how much I mean no like it obviously did a lot but like how much the pandemic really did affect players development like that like absolutely it's not like every season you'd have a bunch of players jumping in immediately making the league yeah but you definitely had more now than or you definitely had more then than after it's all happened Mm -hmm. so I think that might be the case for Shane Wright as well absolutely so yeah We'll see. L.A. Michelle. I know a lot of people are high on L.A. And I was, like, last season. 
but mm-hmm. I, I don't feel like center court. there's enough on this team. Their forward group looks great. The defense, yeah. uh, that's Anderson, Doughty, Gavrikov, Roy, Bjornfoot, Spence. I mean, and then that Bjornfoot's like twenty-two, I think. Yeah, Cam Talbot years old. is their starting goalie. That's their starting goalie. Cam Talbot is their starting goalie. <sighs> mm-hmm. That could yeah, I feel like we've talked about Cam Talbot kind of being like a a mixed bag where you don't know what you're gonna get from him. Is that what we kind of? Yeah. Oh, he had a 898 for the Senators, but then before a 911, 915, 919. Yeah, that Flames year was good. So, <laughs> yeah, so hey, maybe they got something there, but he's also 36 years old. Yeah, he's 36. He's 36? Oh yeah. my god. I. Wow, I forgot about his first year. He came up with the Rangers in 13 14. 21 games with a 941. Oh my god. What? Yeah, I... Wow. Cam Talbot, Good luck. Yeah. Cam Talbot does not do it. I just don't think... Hey, what about Phoenix Copley? Or David Riddick is their other guy. Um, mm. No. It's... I... I I honestly wanted to put Seattle higher than them. But... Yeah, like having... I will say, like, Fiala and Dubois on the second line is still very good. Quinton Byfield getting another year in. Deno, Arvidsson. Like, they have good pieces on the Kopitar, floor. Still Kopitar. The defense and the goaltending is just such a big question mark for me. Absolutely. So, I have them four. Um, we both have Calgary rebounding into top three in the Pacific. Yeah, I mean... I feel like they have to. Yeah. Especially they got rid of Sutter. So, I mean, I feel like there's a whole different vibe around the team. I think they're, on paper, they're a little worse than they were last year, losing to Foley and Lucic. (laughs) I just slide that one in there. But, no, they're going to be better than they were last year. (laughs) Yeah, me too. So I said it a little louder. Yeah. (laughs) Um, No, I mean... They're going to make the playoffs, I think. I think so. But... Yeah, I mean, Hubert Oakland and Tony Dubé should be good. Yeah. Manjir Pani, Backlund, Coleman should be a good line again. Um, mm-hmm. They brought in Sharon Govich to play with Kadri, and Matt Coronado made the team. Now they're high on him. So, I don't know. It's... I, I think they're definitely going to make the playoffs. Obviously, they're not the highest of tiers, but decor is still good jacob markstrom will probably have a good year you know he's kind of one of those goalies where it's just you never know hot and cold um so hey if this if this is the year where he's good then everything should fall into place so i really like rasmus anderson oh yeah same he's really good and then what do i have vegas two Edmonton won. I don't think much needs to be said there. Kind of just. Oh, I yeah. don't. Yeah. Connor McDavid. Yeah, Connor McDavid. So, what are your playoff <laughs> Wait. teams? Um, uh, the first five in the Pacific. So, Edmonton, Vegas, Calgary, LA, Seattle, 
and then Dallas, yep. Colorado, Minnesota. Those are your playoff teams. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I have the exact same except sub in Winnipeg for Minnesota. <laughs> yeah. And you know what I could, especially now that they got those contracts done, you know, there's no, with uh, Shifley and Hellebuck, you know, there's no uncertainty with them getting traded or whatever. So I could very, Hellebuck is Hellebuck. He could very well make them sneak in. A poor guy, man. He deserves a competent team. Yeah. But honestly, though, shout out to Winnipeg for getting two players to actually stay. <laughs> honestly, yeah, shocking that they were able to do that. No one wants to be in Winnipeg. That's, that's big for the franchise, though. That's, like... bi- that's big for the city. Maybe even the whole province of Manitoba. I don't think there's ever been anyone that's <laughs> entered Manitoba that's wanted to stay. October 9th is going to be a... Manitoban holiday, a provincial holiday. Oh, <laughs> uh, I've never yeah, been to Manitoba though, in my life. Me neither. <laughs> well, I think yeah. I'm glad. Hey, don't disrespect Captain Adam Lowry. What the, he is? Isn't he? I, I think you're right, but I forgot about that. Yeah, I think we mentioned. I think we went through this last episode. Maybe we're talking about Martian cats and other captains, but hey, Kyle he Connor's good, so yeah, I could very well see that happening in your world. But <laughs> I mean, yeah, Minnesota making the playoffs would not shock me. I just, I them in LA, I just don't trust. Yeah, and that's especially with the West. You know, you have the top dogs, but then it's kind of I don't know what the right word is, but it's just kind of a lot of. A lot of guys. Yeah. A lot of teams that are just kind of there. All right. Metro? Uh, let me. Where, where the heck did I put my phone? Oh my God. I had, found it. Sorry. It's just in your hands. Metro. No, actually, it was on the floor. It fell off. The oh, floor. Okay. <laughs> All right. Flyers 8th. There. Flyers. Yep. This is where I struggled. I almost put the Capitals at seven. Mm-hmm. But I'm gonna do Blue Jackets seven. Capitals sixth. Islanders five. Penguins four. Rangers three. Devils two. Hurricanes one. And I know there's so much hype around the Devils, and they will probably win the division. <laughs> but I want another rematch of uh, Devils Rangers, so give me that. <sighs> you know, our predictions are going to be wrong when we have nearly identical Philly 8, Columbus 7, Washington 6, Islanders 5, Pittsburgh 4, Rangers 3, Hurricanes 2, Devils 1. I backed the Devils mm. to make the playoffs last season. I'm going to back them to win the division this season. They've kind of unironically become <laughs> like a liked team of mine. I don't know. I let, Let's start from the bottom. Philly is the worst team. They're just bad. Yeah, they have like two decent players and the rest are up. Oh, but hey, Sean, uh, is that Sean Couturier? 
I yes. haven't said his name in forever that I really forgot about his first name. Uh, good to see him healthy for a change. Hopefully he can stay healthy. Yeah. Um, but other than that, yeah, there's not a whole lot there. I mean, what the heck happened to Carter Hart? I mean, I obviously know. not a great team in front of him, but. Man, remember the uh, 2020 bubble when everyone was like, oh my god, the Flyers are going to win the Cup. They're such a good team. Crazy how fast shit can change. Stuff yep. can change. So, yeah, they're just kind of there. And that's yeah. really all. We've said too much. Good luck, John Tortorella. Yeah. Jeez. Columbus, I kind of feel... They're on an upward track. Yeah, they're they're Anaheim as well. Like They're like Anaheim to me. Same sort of that's idea. That's a good comparison. Um, where, yeah, you got some good offensive pieces. Especially younger guys. The defense is... Eh, and you're employing Ivan Provorov. But, well, yeah, you know. Um... I forgot about that. Yeah. Caps are a team. I don't know. Like the they're Darcy Kemper could have a good year. I don't know if he will. And the Caps offensively are good enough. I don't think they are defensively. Like Sandine and Carlson is the top pair and then you get then you fall off a lot and yeah, I don't really know. I, Max Pacioretty is out for a while. Um, to start the year, so it they're just kind of a Max very Pacioretty is a capital. Yes, what? after being a what? hurricane last year, if you even remember that. <laughs> no, I I remember that because of just how quick the nature of his injuries. But <sighs> that's weird. Yeah. Um, honestly, I kind of think of. Washington the same way I think of the Islanders, just kind of very mid. I like the the Islanders again are just like this team is not gonna be good enough ever to win something. Yeah. Like they just keep putting the same group together again and again, and it's not doing enough. Martin Sezika's Clutterbuck is still their fourth line. And like sure it's the fourth line, so it's not important, but like that's really my point. Is this is the same team <laughs> over and over and over and over. Sure you added both that, but that's to change. But that's not enough. It's the same thing year in and year out. You have Ilya Sorokin, you have Matt Barzell, you have Bo Horvat, you have some good pieces. And you have like Anders Lee making what, like seven or eight million a year, like yeah. it's just it's doesn't Brock Nelson make a whole lot too? Probably. I don't know. It's just I I don't like the Islanders anyways, but like just as a team, they're just like, how are you like as an organization, it's just like do something. Do anything. Don't just sit there. But it's Well hey, they have Pierre Engvall signed for eight years. Yep, till twenty nine thirty at making three million a year. <laughs> That is so stupid. Andres Lee makes seven million for the next three years. Yep. Rock Nelson makes six this year and next. Yep. Pajo five for the next three. That's mm. just kind of a. That's fine. Mm. It's just like it's a team. Yeah. Scott Mayfield makes three point five until twenty nine thirty. Why? And he, and he's thirty as it is. Those are contracts that I would sign in the NHL games. 
Yeah, where you like, can just trade them away for a seventh round pick when they're bad. Yeah, like literally. Yeah. Or, or like there's a there's a player with like medium elite potential, but there's only only like eighty two overall at like twenty one, and you can like sign them for like eight years oh, at yeah. four million. <laughs> <laughs> like that's the type of contract oh. that I would sign in the NHL games, but they're actually going to be good <laughs> in the NHL games. Yeah. Is the thing. Like, no offense to Scott Mayfield, but you know. Not, yeah, not someone worth an eight-year commitment. Anyways, Pittsburgh Penguins have them at number four. Adding Carlson is really cool. Adding Riley Smith is good. Adding Nolachari, of course, very good addition. Um, Probably their best addition right there. I just, I kind of think... With Pittsburgh. They missed the playoffs last season. Crosby's making the playoffs next, like this season. Crosby's yeah. not going to miss them. <laughs> He's just not. He's not going to let that happen. Um, Ryan Graves as well on the back end is good. Latang, Marcus Patterson. Like, it, they very, very solid to good team. Um, and I have them fourth in the Metro. And then we differ a bit... For the top three, I have New Jersey, Carolina, New York. Yours is what? Carolina, New York, New Jersey? Um. Oh, my God. I had the Hurricanes in first, Devils second, oh, okay. Rangers third. Yeah, close enough. Yeah, I mean, those three are kind of interchangeable to me. I just want to back the Devils. I think it's going to be close. And yeah. I also I don't, don't know. know how to feel about the Rangers forwards. Yeah. I'm sure we know the top guys are the top guys. Like, but... Yeah, I don't know if there's going to be... Lafreniere, just, just... Who knows? Trocek, who knows? Heedle, who knows? Blake Wheeler, who knows? Kako, who knows? Is Chris Kreider still just going to randomly score a bunch of goals? Who knows? <laughs> right? Like, All I don't know. five feet of the net. <laughs> Literally. I, big question marks there for me. And... Carolina's always solid, and I think the Devils got better this offseason. And so. Panarin shaved his head. That's true. So, so that's either that's a, just all different. That's either like going to be really good for him, or it's <laughs> just terrible. Yeah. And Shisterkin is Shisterkin, so. All right. Atlantic time. Oh. All right. I'm going to say all of mine, and then you say all of yours, and then we discuss. Okay. Montreal eight. Buffalo seven. Wow. <laughs> yeah, this is what I meant by the spicy takes. Detroit six. Ottawa five. Florida four. Typical Ottawa fan. Boston three. Tampa two. Toronto one. <sighs> Don't okay. tell Our Zach to listen three. to this episode. <laughs> I'll just tell them to listen to me. I'm about yeah. to give the Sabres some love. All right. Here we go. I got the Canadians 8, Red Wings 7. This is where we differ. Yep. Senators 6th. Lightning 5. Ooh. Well, uh, I don't know. Sometimes I overthink my predictions when I'm reading them, and then I think, like, ooh, should I really go that low? But let me talk about the Lightning after because yes, I might be able to re-rationalize why I put them at five. 
Sabres four, Bruins three. Wait, did I miss someone? Wait. Panthers? Panthers two, Leafs one. I think that's how I wanted it. Yeah, I don't know why I didn't put the Panthers in there. <laughs> okay, uh, maybe maybe I'm still mad about last year. <laughs> They're just not a team anymore. <laughs> I, held, I held the grudge. Um, so... Mm-hmm. Tampa. Okay. Yeah. Obviously, Vasilevsky. Hurt for, we'll say, at least two months. We'll say, yeah. That's about 20 games or something like that. Their goalies right now, Jonas, 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 Jonas Johansson, I think. Yeah, him. And you know what? That's my point. That is my point. (laughs) (laughs) And Matt Tompkins. That's their goalies right now. Yep. Their forward group, obviously the top guys are the top guys. The bottom six is not what the bottom six used to be. I do like um, Nick Paul, even Connor Sheary to an extent. I don't overall like their bottom six, though. And even their second line of kind of, at least to what, Daily face-off shows, uh, Hagel, Sorelli, Mott, Tyler Mott. Yeah, I Tyler like Hagel, Mott. I like Sorelli, Cer- but after that, I think it drops off. Yeah. I would and their, their defense, Hedman, is it per, per Beaks? Is there like a French? Per, I think it's just like Perbix. <laughs> no, Perbix, sure. I don't think it's fancy. Sergachev, Radish, Dehan, Chernak. Chernak's good. But I don't know. I just think missing Vasilevsky it's in a competitive division sets him behind an eight ball a little bit. But it's also Tampa, so the second you even consider counting yep. Tampa out is when they kick it into like seventh gear. Yep. So that's why I kept them up. Yeah. Literally for that exact yeah. reason. There's trouble in paradise though, Steven Stamkos and contract negotiations. You see all that stuff a few weeks ago? Yeah. He hasn't been off he hasn't, they haven't even had discussions. Which, okay, now that Steven, I think about it, home. I forgot to write this down, but DeBrusque and the Bruins are in ongoing discussions, apparently. I saw that. So, that's good. That's good. Start early. Yep. Get them signed. I, so, I had the exact same thoughts about Tampa. Mm-hmm. I just... Just Tampa. Man. It's Tampa, right? Like <laughs> I, a model of excellence. I'm not going to count them out until... Can't overthink it when it comes to them. Until yeah. they show that they're out. And that's kind of this, that sort of reasoning is the same thing I, that I have with the Sabres. I'm not going to count them in until they actually show that they're in. It's been too True. many seasons of this where it's like, oh my god, the Sabres are going to do something. Oh my god, the Sabres are going to do something. Oh my god, the you Sabres the are going to do though? something. And sure, it might be different this year. I kind of agree. They definitely look better this year than they have in other years. But I don't think it's enough. Like, I... Skinner, Thompson, yeah. Tuck, cool. Cousins, Middlestat, Benson, cool. Everything else, I don't care for in their forward group. And you have Darlene in power as good defensemen. No one else there is a good top four defenseman. And are I certainly you, played that Samuelson like he's good. <laughs> are you really relying on Devin Levi to come in and be your starter? When he has like seven career games. That's so much pressure to put on a rookie goalie. 
because that's still what he is. I just, I, I understand all the hype and I hear all the hype behind him. I just, I can't justify putting them close to the playoffs when they haven't shown capability. Yeah, that's all fair stuff. I, uh, it's the one spicy take I have is them seventh in the Atlantic. I guess the one truly spicy take, but <laughs> I, I don't, I don't, yeah, I don't know. Meet in the middle a little more. Maybe I had him too high. Maybe you have him a little too low. <laughs> I probably do, but um, yeah. I don't know. Like, just... yeah, you're, I mean, they have to prove it, and they have to, you know, hype is all good, but you know, they're definitely finally progressing towards <laughs> what looks to be a very solid team. So, yeah. if not this year, hey, maybe the next five years when they get all the hype again. Yep. Sorry, Zach. <laughs> Love you. Uh, could Detroit? you quickly just peek at the uh, trade that I sent you a little bit ago? Uh, can I? Uh, Discord. Is that? All right. Don't even say a word. Just keep going. Yeah, okay. I'm not going to. <laughs> That's terrible. Uh, <laughs> that was uh, a Bruins fan suggesting that, by the way. What? That was, that was... a Bruins fan suggesting Jesus that trade. That's Christ. not Montreal fans wanting that. Oh, my um, God. Detroit? I like Detroit's forward group better than I like Buffalo's. I mean, I'll give that I like Buffalo's mm-hmm. D group better. And then I put both of their um, goalies as kind of a question mark. Ville Husso and James Reimer in Detroit. Um, but I don't know. I just I, I put Detroit above them just because I don't trust Buffalo yet. Um, and then Ottawa I also have above because I think... I mean, truth be told, I also don't like Ottawa much um, as just like a team... Like Josh, I mean Josh Norris is hurt to start the year, and what Shane Pinto's unsigned. I was going to say they have a guy. Jonas Corposalo is your starter. Anton Forsberg, like those are the guys in on D or on in goalie. I do think, like defensively, they're the strongest of those three teams. Shabbat, Shikran, Sanderson, Zub, and Brandstrom. Like that's great. That's very good. You didn't say Hamannick for a reason. Um, and I, you know, Tarasenko, Tarasenko ad is good. Um, so I, I think the Sens out of Buffalo, like Sens, Buffalo, Detroit, I put like in the same sort of tier of Atlantic teams. I think the Sens are the closest to making the playoffs out of those. Yeah. Yeah. Now, number four is where I have Florida. That's where you have Buffalo. Yeah. I don't know. I Those injuries are tough. I forgot about those. Yeah, but again, the last time this happened was the Bruins. <laughs> remember remember going to last year with the Bruins, Marshawn out, McAvoy out, all that? Um, yeah, they have Ekblad out, and they have uh, Montour out for like the first two months of the season, I think. But was they the have Mike Riley. Yeah, but looking at that D pair to start the season, or the D pairs, Forsling, OEL, Mikola Kulikov, Riley Blinskis. Yeah, I mean, OEL could, that's certainly a gamble. Yeah. Imagine he works out. That would be a very Florida thing to have happen. It would be. And forward group wise, still a very good group. Matthew Kachuk's going to go off. He, you know, 
Barkov will probably be better than what we saw against the Bruins in the playoffs. All that. Uh, mm-hmm. You just reminded me that... <laughs> that he wasn't good. I know. Uh, Sam Bennett's hurt too, right? Yeah, I don't know for how long though. That one I didn't look into. Um, but then yeah, so we both have the Bruins as third, right? Yeah. Yeah. I have Tampa second, Toronto first. I just think Toronto on paper looks really good. Keyword though. <laughs> so. <laughs> Yeah. Um, what are your conference finals? Oh, this was the part that I didn't even think about. <laughs> conference finals. You know what? In the East, Toronto's going to take another step. It's going to be Toronto. Uh, oh, my gosh. Uh, Toronto and the Devil. <laughs> I have Devil's Lightning. Oh boy. What's your West? Mine's My boring. Western Conference. Mine is so boring. I hate that I did this, but mine's Edmonton, Colorado. It I, I know, it's boring. Yeah, but... I was trying to talk myself out of that real quick, but it's I'm, tough. Yeah. I mean like yeah, Vegas yep. is there, but Connor McDavid. <laughs> My my cup finals though, uh, the Stanley Cup winners, New Jersey Devils will beat the Edmonton Oilers in six. That was gonna be what I was gonna say. Not God. six. I'll say seven. Oh boy. Because we have this. cursed them. Yep. <laughs> I'm sorry. All right. <laughs> sorry, Devils fans. Who is your Vesna winner? Pick a goalie. <laughs> Cam Talbot. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> no. Um um oh gosh. You know what? Give me Lena Saltmark again. Wow. Okay. Uh who's your call to uh, winner? Do I be boring and say Bedard? I I was boring and said Bedard. I think even if someone had a better season than him, he would win. Just because of all yeah. that he said. I mean like not you know, if it was a significantly better season, but if it's like five to ten points, he'd still win. Yeah, Bedard. Art Ross is McDavid. We don't need to debate yeah. that. No, no one needs to talk about that. Norris? Time. Really? Charlie McAvoy. Oh, okay. McAvoy, Norris, no. Mark Vesna. <laughs> no <laughs> Bruins bias here. No, I was not being with either one of those but <laughs> no i would love for mcavoy just doesn't put enough up enough yeah, points i'll go Makar. i'd also put Makar. it's default answer okay, okay jack no. adams yeah that's jack adams well let's see uh who's the coach of calgary i guess maybe um maybe him oh my uh, god who Huska, is... is that his name yeah ryan Huska. maybe him I don't know. Did I have anybody making the playoffs? That was a really bad team. Sabres, maybe his coach, if they make the play, his coach, their coach, if Granado, if the Sabres make the playoffs, I guess. So I'll go Granado then, because the Sabres were worse. Rocket Richard. Oh wait, sorry, my Jack Adams is uh, Lindy. I was Rocket. gonna say, did that skip out or? <laughs> yeah, 
Lindy Ruff. Yeah, Devils. Pick, yeah. I, I'm, okay, just, I'm just, I'm just going to back the Devils. Him? What? Remember when the fans were chanting to fire him? Yeah. Then they said sorry. <laughs> Everything's all good. Uh, Rocket Richard, uh, pasta. That pasta. That's fun. Dry sidle. Ooh, a different oiler. Yep. <laughs> okay. This one's gonna hurt for me to ask. Actually, Don't I'll save it for last. Bergeron. Yeah, I know. I'll save it for last. Who's winning the heart? Connor <laughs> McDavid. Okay. <laughs> I put Jack Hughes. That's not a bad one. I'm just going Devils full way. Think, Honestly, if yeah, I guess if, so. if it's no not Jack Hughes, bias here. no none. Um, if it's not Jack Hughes, I want Sidney Crosby. That'd be fun. That's a, that'd be a good one. I want yeah. I want I want Crosby to have a really good resurgence, like points wise, especially in the year that Bedard comes in. That'd be really cool, like just storyline wise. So, who's winning the Selkie? Patrice Bergeron. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Hey, he could be probably still get a vote somehow. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, no. I mean, is it Barkov's time? I think it's Crosby's time. Ooh. That's a that's a good one too. Yeah. I thought of that and it kinda just fits too well. So. It does. Yeah. Now, what were you saying a resurgence points wise for Sidney Crosby? Okay, well, <laughs> Because I just looked him up. He had 93 points in 82 games. I was thinking 100. Like, I was I was okay. thinking him hitting, like, the century mark. Okay. Um, he hasn't done that since 1819. Yeah. What and I know, I know he didn't do it a lot anyways, um, like, before then. But it, it would be really cool to have that. Um, yeah. To have that happen. Absolutely. So. He has 1,500 career points. Casual. That is so many. How many... Um, NHL all-time goal leaders is what I want to see. How many does Ovi need? 72 to tie. Gonna so. get that this year. <laughs> oh, my God. Honestly, <laughs> like, don't put it past him. Eh, he'll get it by next year. Yeah. Probably end of next year. He'll have 40 this year and then get it in, like, February. Some random February 2025 game against the Bruins. I wonder how many goals Mario Lemieux would have scored if he hadn't only played 915 games. Yeah, goddamn. He's the like, only person on this list who's under. Like, if he had the 1,700 games. Until or you get to Mike Bossy, who had, wow, 573 in 752 games. It's insane. <laughs> That's right. It is. Stamkos top 40 in goals. Crosby's 29th. But. Ovi's the one to look out for. All right. He has five shorthanded goals. I don't know when Ovi was ever put out on the penalty kill, but <laughs> it apparently Maybe happened a few times. Goal. Hey, Brad Marchand is 40 goals behind Wayne Gretzky for most in league history shorthanded. He's going to get oh that this shorthanded. 40 behind. <laughs> yep. Damn. Um, Ryan Spooner. Five goals, eight assists for 13 points in 13 games with Omsk Avangard in the KHL. He is not leading his team anymore. Vladimir Kuchev, I don't know how to pronounce his name properly, has passed him. This dude played four games with LA two years ago. 
apparently. Mm. It wasn't even a draft pick or anything, but yep. Um, uh, Rasmus Dahlin signed an eight-year, $11 million per extension. Monster deal. Um, he'll be worth it. I don't know if oh, he absolutely. is yet, just yet, but assuming every you know he continues on this path, he'll be worth that. But man, McAvoy at nine and a half looks so good, so good. That's what I was gonna say. <laughs> Always making it about the Bruins. I clicked on. I was so I was on the all-time goal leaders. I clicked on the Bruins team page for like records, and guess what picture they have for like on the Bruins page? We talked about it earlier when you were making your montage. Mar- Wait, no. Postal celebration from Game Seven. No, they don't. They do. <laughs> How did you f- send me that link? God. Mm-hmm. I I want hmm. At least the one that they have on the NHL records site is Gretzky and Howe. Yeah. Oh my god, it is. Isn't that disgusting? Oh my god, it is. Right? Because it was a Carlo shot walking in. Big rebound over to Pasternak, and you see Carlos celebrating behind him. Oh my god. Why is that the photo? Just had to do it to us. God, I hate that. Yep. Well, um... Hellebuck and Shifley, they signed identical extensions. Don't know why, but they did. <laughs> That's all I have to say about that at this point. Now, what we missed in the last two weeks also includes baseball. And I'm not going to do an insanely long rant, especially because it's already been an hour and 26 of us recording this because it's the season preview episode and this always happens. But let it out. Okay, first off, they made the playoffs by losing two straight games. So it wasn't it already wasn't good, right? And, yeah. Right. And then you get in game one, you score one run, literally one run. You can't do anything, like get any power on the ball. Matt Chapman had two almost hits, but those don't count. And the Jays just, they didn't do anything that first game. They just, they didn't do enough, but you know, like, okay, you know what? Gosman still pitched well enough. It was only, you know, they lost three, three ones. So, you know what? Everything, you're looking fine, right? Then game two. Barrios comes in and he is throwing some of the best pitches I have ever seen him throw as a Jay. Like, the movement on his stuff was so good. And then you take uh-huh. him out. Yeah, they took Why him out do you sure. take him out? <clears throat> there is no... There are no analytics behind that. 
There is simply no way that a properly built statistical machine is telling you that Yusei Kikuchi, who, yes, had a very good bounce back year, is a lefty, better matchup against the guys who were in the lineup at that time. But also, historically sucks out of the bullpen. Like, yes, I think it was almost a 5 ERA coming out of the bullpen. Because, you know, he's a starter. He's supposed to be starting the games, not coming in, out of the bullpen, and immediately giving up two runs. Mm. Truly the dumbest move I think I've ever seen. Like, you are, you shot, you didn't just shoot yourself in the foot. You unloaded an entire clip into your leg. <laughs> it genuinely, oh. genuinely, pro like, the worst move ever. Like, the worst managerial decision I have ever seen in a, in a single sports game. I'm sorry, pal. And, and you know what? It doesn't matter because they didn't score a single run in that game. They averaged <laughs> they averaged 0 0.5 runs a game. You want me to say it again? I'm sorry. No. <laughs> I, and and the thing that the thing that pisses me off even more. No, not even more. That thing pissed me off enough. Um I mean one I mean Vladdy getting thrown out on that was bad but uh yeah that was pretty bad that was that was pretty bad but i mean i don't even know if the jays were actually gonna score there anyways no so but then you have ross atkins being interviewed by the media and he says that that just the the front office knew about that decision the moment that it happened on the field and they knew right when the fans knew and then, so saying that, right, like the decision, they knew about that decision that led directly to two runs in your elimination game in the playoffs. And then they also come back and say that John Schneider will return as manager. And that mm. decision aside, John Schneider has not been a good manager. Can he no. maybe be in the future? Sure. He is not a good manager. He has made terrible in-game decisions all year. And this was just like the, you know, the icing on the cake. But, I mean, a lot of Jays reporter, like, reports that I saw from, like, Jays reporters that are always close with the team said that this was not a John Schneider decision. This was a Jays front office decision. So, for Ross Atkins to then go out and throw Schneider completely under the bus, just absolutely tossed him under probably four buses, it, it's absurd. It, it makes, it like... Atkins and Shapiro need to be fired. At the very least. John Schneider, maybe you can grow along with the team. But Atkins and Shapiro, you you need to be gone. The last playoff win that the Jays have had was seven years ago. And they've made the playoffs like th three times since then. They're 0-6 with Vlad and Bo in the, play in the playoffs. Kind of surprising. Yeah. It's so weird to not watch playoff baseball for the first time since 2016. I mean, I watched a little bit, but like to not have the Yankees in it for the first time since 2016, it's very weird. But it's also refreshing, a lot less stressful. <laughs> yeah, I can just yeah. watch. Like, I don't know if you watched that Phillies Grand. Uh, was it a Grand Slam? 
I didn't see it live, but... Oh, that was chills. Yeah. But... Yeah, no, tough... Another tough exit for your Jays. <laughs> I'm sorry, pal. Just like, last year was the blown lead, like, the 8-1 to one lead, <laughs> and then this one, they couldn't even get... <laughs> they couldn't even get two runs, let alone eight. <laughs> they couldn't <laughs> get two get runs in the two-game series, like... <laughs> And it's not like the, yeah, whatever. The Twins pitching wasn't even that, like, fantastic anyways. It's just the Jays just, oh, man. Sounds like they had an average. Oh, my God, the Phillies are up 4 nothing on the Braves. Damn. As long as the Astros the don't win, it's all good. Yes, that's what I'm saying. Give me the Diamondbacks. And also Texas. Or the Rangers. Oh. Sorry. 2016 is <laughs> still here. Oh, Baptista, Odor, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. The 1 1 from Dyson. Baptista with a drive. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Thinking about better times. <laughs> hey, yeah, that's, that's better. Marshawn to Bergeron on the it. drive save. Rebound is loose. Second kicks it loose. Bergeron scores. Trace oh. Bergeron. Too far. Too far. You want to talk about your Cowboys? No. <laughs> yeah. I just, I mean, 49ers are just incredible. Yeah. The, the 49ers are the favorites. Every position. Brock Purdy, last pick in the draft, and he's just cat like. Then they get Christian McCaffrey because you know you didn't yeah. have enough good players. <laughs> I mean, yeah, no, that was certainly a game last night. Yeah. See, the problem I think for, especially for Dak and the offense, is their defense has won them their three games. Basically, before the Cowboys even need to get in a rhythm offensively. So that way, when these big games come against a team like the 49ers, they have no rhythm at all. <laughs> and Mike McCarthy, it's third and four, and you call a freaking shotgun draw play? Please. Yeah, Mike McCarthy. I don't miss him. <laughs> And it's just, I mean, obviously Dak had, what, three interceptions in the second half? Which, yeah. I mean, the last two, I kind of, well, the middle, the second one, it went off of his receiver's, like, chest or something and went right to Fred Warner. So that I mean, one, I don't wasn't count. Wasn't the game basically but, over at that point as well? Yeah, that's what I was going to say, too. The game was basically, I mean, the game was over from the second quarter. We knew that. Yeah. I but, it might have been over before it began. I but. mean, also, yeah, basically. Um, I mean, like, no Cowboys receiver could get separation, so then Dak has to hold on to the ball and try to make something happen, and then nothing does happen. And then, speaking of which, I don't care. Trent Williams, the left tackle for the 49ers, mm -hmm. that dude could get away with murder. Every play, he's either jumping early or he's lining up a little bit too far back. And then last night, game's over. 
he uh, blocks Leighton Van Der Esch in the back, blocks him from you know from behind into Micah Parsons, and now Leighton Van Der Esch is going on IR with a neck injury. No call for a block in the back. I, I just this Trent Williams guy never gets a flag, and it's ridiculous. I this has been a gripe since the first playoff loss to the 49ers. All right, I'm scarred. Okay. Yeah, I try not to think about the 49ers for reasons. Yeah, reasons. Yeah. Um, but no, the 49ers are just... <laughs> better. It's just not even fair. I yeah. mean, they're so much better than I think any other team, especially in the NFC, really. I mean, oh, yeah. Eagles are the Eagles, but I don't think they've been too impressive, so... No. Yeah, the Cowboys are the Cowboys, but... It's fun. How about yeah. you? You Packers are uh, actually about to come on. So, <laughs> score prediction, yeah. real quick. Fourteen minutes. Oh God. Um, well, I just saw that everyone on like the main. I don't know what uh, channel has the game, but they all predicted Packers. So now I'm thinking that the Raiders are going to win. Eh. Ouch. So. Me. Yeah, <laughs> on, on on ESPN they all said Packers. So that doesn't. That doesn't help. So we're gonna we're gonna see. Um, but Aaron Jones is out again. Which God, like, especially because like he played like he had five touches I think in the Lions game last Thursday. Yeah, and now he's out. Um, again. I was very surprised to see that. It's like why even dress him in that game if you're only gonna give him five touches and then yeah now he's hurt it. It's like ugh. And AJ Dillon, if it's not December or January, is not a good running back. I was gonna say I have Aaron Jones in fantasy, and when I saw that he was ruled out, I looked up AJ Dillon, and I'm like, what are these numbers? Not good. <laughs> At least Christian Watson's fully healthy now, so receiver wise, Love will have what the hell one two three there happening with Bakhtiari. Uh, he's out for the season. Is he basically career done? I saw some people were. Guessing? He, I, I don't know. I, I'm sure he wants to return. I don't know if it's gonna happen. I guess the the surgery that he's having is for an issue that was had like a low chance of becoming an issue, but it became an issue, and so yeah, he's fully just out for the rest of this year. Probably, I think it was like if training camp, you know, if he was still on an NFL roster next season, like might even not be ready for training camp. So, yeah, he's out, and Elgin Jenkins was hurt for a few games there. I think he's back now. Jair was hurt for two games there. He's back tonight to line line up 20 yards off of Devontae because um, that's the Joe Barry special. Devondre Campbell's been hurt for three games. Yeah, just, uh, I mean, the Packers are 2-2. Two and two. They you know they they might be two three and two after tonight, but I, it's not like I had high hopes for them anyways. It's kind of just watching what Jordan Love does, seeing what Watson, Dobbs, and Reed all do there, and mm-hmm. pray that the defense isn't terrible. Even though, uh, in basically every metric over the last five years, the Packers are ranked thirty second in run defense. 
and uh, Josh Jacobs is <laughs> is is out is playing tonight. So we'll see what happens there. God bless. All right. Good luck. Uh, two questions from uh, Tyler. Mm-hmm. Season starts, so his questions are back. Of course, uh, he says Great. main one is: Do you think they should sign Heinen? Absolutely. Yes. No reason not to. Seems like it's going to mm-hmm. happen. Um, and other one: How do you feel about uh, Lori not making the team? Which I guess we talked about probably over yeah over an hour ago. Um, <laughs> where it's like, yeah, I get it. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. So. On that note, we said too much. Yeah, uh, this is definitely the longest episode we've done in a while. Um, if I, I'm gonna quickly try and see the last time we got to an hour and forty, um, we didn't even do it for like the season preview episode last year wasn't even this long. Um, this might actually be the record. Hold on, I just saw an hour thirty-five as one of them. I'm just going to keep delaying and saying more words. I mean, if you're at this point in the episode, I'm, you know, if you made it this far, I'm sure this extra mumbling as I just scroll through <laughs> the entire podcast history is okay. Um, God, I, this, <laughs> there's, there's too many episodes, man. Um, yeah, I think this is, I think this is the longest episode. Yep. That's this is the longest wow. episode we've ever done. It's the only one to get over an hour 40. So, all right, next week, two hours. Just kidding. Uh, (laughs) We're going to talk for two hours about two games. An hour for each game. Sounds good to me. And on that note, we'll discuss every minute of play. One minute for each minute of play. Yeah, just have the game up (laughs) and just analyze it live. (laughs) All right. On that note, we're losing our minds. We're going to leave it here. Uh, thank you for listening if you made it this far, and um, hopefully Matthew Patra is him. <laughs>